All right. Welcome, welcome to the Couch Potato Sports Report. T-Bird, Deck in the House, and we got our special guest again, Mr. Malcolm Cooley in the house tonight. How about a hand? Ah, uh, this is the show where you can listen to the uh, you can listen to sports where we talk about it around the water cooler. And, uh, you know, guys, it's a lot of things going on right now, especially in Atlanta sports. And uh, is there do we have a special guest coming town besides Malcolm, of course? You know, yeah, uh, well, uh, the rumor is that Bill Belichick was in town today. And also, uh, somebody put on Facebook. He was at Chick Fil A, and they showed the picture. Yeah, they uh, they did. They showed a picture, and if he likes the waffle fries, we might be able to get him to stay. Well, I'm just going to tell you, and Malcolm, we're going to kick it off with that. Okay. Uh, just what are your thoughts on Bill Belichick being the next Atlanta Falcon head coach? Well, I was a Belichick fan, especially when he was with the Patriots. Um, he coached Tyrone Poole, which is a good friend of mine. Um, as far as with the Falcons, I'm not sure if he has the personnel to duplicate the things that he's done in New England. Uh, well, this is the deal. They brought him in for a second interview. Uh, nobody else is really talking to him now. As far as personnel, now, I, I will differ with you a little bit on that. I think he's got the personnel as far as players. We He don't have a quarterback. On both sides of the football, I think we're good. I think we need to keep our D.C. Ryan Nielsen. But if Belichick comes, you can forget all that. That ain't happening. But not to say that you're wrong. I'm not trying to say that you're wrong because I agree with a lot of aspects of it. But – <laughs> we we've got a lot of talent. I think Fontenot has done a good job putting talent out there. It's just the direction it was going. Mm. But the talent is one thing. But in New England, they had smart football players yeah. as well. Yeah, they did. So that that, that sometimes that can usurp talent. I agree. I I really do. Uh, and the reason why they had smart football players because he's a. Would you say that he's type of a like a smartphone, he's like a smart coach. He's very detailed. And I would even use the word foreshadow because he can look ahead and see what's going to happen before it even develops. Okay, so with that being said, do you think that will work in Atlanta? I mean, he's 71, 72. Can he relate to these guys? Well, the difference with that, he is 71 going on 72 but it's whether or not they believe in him because he can teach them anything and be a very good football coach. You just got to have players receptive, being able to receive it. And I think that they will, for the most part, start now. And don't get me wrong, guys. We ain't saying he got the job yet, but it's looking like it. <laughs> so, so we're going to talk like that. But I think from a respect factor, they, I'm sure they're going to respect him. But time will tell is how long yeah. they respect him, you know, because he's a mumbler. If he's a good communicator, it has to be off behind of the camera. Yeah, behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you, man. I, I think he should have retired a long time ago. 
I think he should have he because all these extra seasons have kind of so I wouldn't say sullied his legacy, but I mean I feel like he's playing the hits at this point. He can't come up with any new music. So uh, you know, I again I'm 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 just I, I just think it's a terrible move. I think that you had Jim Harbaugh, who just won the national title, who's been to the Super Bowl, who was in the playoff three straight years with the 49ers. So you know he knows how to coach professional football players. He was a professional football quarterback, pro bowler, and you had it right there in front of you, and you let it walk out the door. He didn't take him to Chick-fil-A. I mean, you, you that's a classic move. You almost hope they're not playing the wins game as far as the notoriety he's going to get for breaking the record. I agree. I, I, You know, and see, I don't even want him here for that. Because all he who's to say that he don't break the record and then say, okay, I'm going to hang it up. And we're going to be right back where we are right now in, in – two to three years maybe i mean he only what needs 10 more games right 12 i think 12 mm-hmm. 12 games dude that's that's with, two years i was gonna say with the falcons that's at least two seasons it man. shouldn't be because we got the talent right but we have the talent so, we, but more so it's probably gonna be two years because we got to get a quarterback yeah i mean Kirk cousins um that's the rumor i guess I, I tell us on paper we can't really say nothing. Yeah, that that's the rumor. And see, mm-hmm. the the thing is, is that they can't really hire anybody. The hiring's probably gonna go on next week. So oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, you'll probably see some jobs filled next week because this is the divisional round, and then you'll get into the uh, championship games, right? Yeah. So you'll probably see if it ain't hired, it'll be pretty much concrete. I put it in an app, just so you know. You know, if it if if I get the interview, I'll put in my two weeks. I'll get y'all time to find somebody else. Well, I'm just letting you know now. Well, guys, let let me just ask you though. Uh, you know, Belichick is a great coach. I, you got to give him credit for that. But again, I can't I can't get excited about. Just think if you had a Jim Harbaugh coming here, the excitement would be totally different. I've seen on social media where, you know, there's some fans that want Belichick, but the majority of fans don't want the guy here. Number one, he beat you in the historical Super Bowl of 28 to 3. And then you're going to hire him and give him your money? If you can't beat him, have him join you. Nah. (laughs) And you got to think, he was younger then. Yes. So, Malcolm. I, I I want your whole take and take your time and say it. Mm-hmm. I want your whole take on this situation. And Dick, I'm gonna get yours next. Before we, we jump into takes and everything, I just gotta say what's up to the chat. We got Doc, we got a new one, Cody Witten, of course, Smoke always, and the one and only Zoomafanikio. And Zoo, you need to see uh, Dick putting his fist together and, and getting all the energy with it. Just summoning the summoning my ancestors. That's all I do. Hey, but, uh, and, and yeah, and and also before we go to Malcolm, uh, just want to let everybody know I got my think hat on tonight. We thinking tonight in the in the studio, looking handsome, sir. Yeah, we 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 in our think mode, and we're uh, 
uh, what is it? Celebrating our brilliance. That's yes. what we're doing, baby. Yes. Just like, just like to think, uh, the whole thing, uh, gig. We celebrating our brilliance, and uh, we definitely are not afraid to be smart because we got a smart young man in the studio tonight, Mr. Malcolm Cooley. So we celebrating the brilliance tonight. So we just want to let you know. All right, Malcolm. Well, ironically, you you chose the word think. And you hope that the Falcons are doing just that when they think about choosing a coach, because that's something that's been tough in Atlanta for decades. Since 1966, to be exact. <laughs> for decades. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are people in my family who are Falcon fans or try to be Falcon fans, and they're let down year after year after year. Year after year. And we Dick, we get our expectations up. What's your take on it? Uh, you know, I... I, you know, I don't think he's a good fit to be quite as honest with you, but I do have a little input from the chat from iDoc. He thinks it's a good fit. Of course, he is an optometrist, so he can <laughs> see things very clearly. The um, I, I would like to see a young OC come in and handle things. I think keep the current defensive coordinator, find a good OC to come in, maybe a good quarterbacks coach. And this just kind of go from there, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly with that. I don't think they're that, they're that far away, right? From the, you know competing. That right, they're yeah. they're not. Yeah. And that's why, to me, I'm gonna fill in that blank for you, Jim Harbaugh. Out of all the coaches that they interview, yeah. And I know they're using the Rudy Rule and all that, but I don't care. I'm trying to win. Jim Harbaugh to me is the best qualified coach out there right now to fill the Atlanta Falcons slot. They interviewed him and they let him get out the building. I don't blame them to be honest with you because he's going to want big coin and he's going to want the best situation. Give it to him. He's going to want the best situation. Give it to him. Atlanta may not be the best situation for him. He got to find a quarterback and nurture him. He got to breastfeed a quarterback. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Just slow it down right now. It's too late. I'm already fired. No, no, no. See, you find me up now. My blood is boiling. Good. Okay, Arthur Blank, Malcolm, says that we got the best facilities around in the NFL. The Mercedes-Benz is top three, top two. There is no second place. I'm going to tell you all now, there's no second place. He says that they run their organization top-notch, top-tier. Okay, why not go get the top-tier coach that's age-worthy, that's smart enough, and has won – a uh, college championship and been to the Super Bowl and competed. Uh, he he was a uh, uh, when he was with San Francisco. He was the first time uh, NFL coach. Yeah, went to the super went to the playoffs every year and then went to the Super Bowl. Lost to his brother in the Super Bowl. Uh, can I answer that question? Yes, you can. Um, because there's other offers out there for less money. I mean, and and let I mean less better. He's he might just be. He might just want the, the perfect situation because if I was him, I probably wouldn't have come here either. Not, man, truthfully, I don't think money is going to be an issue. No, I don't think money's the issue. It's yeah. not like he's poor either way. I think he wants the right situation, so he might want to see what they do with the quarterback situation before he starts. Hey, why sully his record? Why no, sully his not, record. No, to me and Malcolm, you jump in when you get rid of. You got to have a plan. You don't fight. You fired your head coach as soon as you landed in Atlanta. From where did we come from? Uh, uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. So right when we touched down, he told Arthur Smith, you fired, son. Okay? You got to have a plan to where I'm going to – my 
I, Jim Harbaugh is my destination. Okay. Now, wait a minute. Don't interrupt. Jim Harbaugh is my destination. So when he come to interview, okay, I'm going to interview everybody. I'm going to do all the things I'm supposed to do. Jim Harbaugh is not leaving my office until he signs his name. Money ain't no object, bro. Arthur Blank is one of his top three richest owners in the league. Yeah, but kidnapping's illegal. <laughs> Boy, I tell you the truth. And 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 I'm Jim Harbaugh is the one. He's won everywhere he's been. Stanford, uh, uh, 49ers, Michigan. And I forget the place he went to before Stanford. He's won everywhere. Everywhere he's been a head coach, he's won. Okay? So, everybody say, well, we can't afford it. Afford it. You can afford it. Afford it. We got $80 million in cap space for players. You got separate money that you can pay him. This is true. You can drop some major coins. Okay. So, go get the best. Stop being mediocre. And you're being mediocre. You're being mediocre. With a with a with a coach that's seventy one years old at best, he gonna give you three years max. And you number one, you better hope he don't die. <laughs> number two, you uh, if he wins a Super Bowl, you know he leaving. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you gonna have him for a max of three years. Uh-huh. I don't know no seventy five year old NFL head coach. Do you, Malcolm? I do not. Eddie Robinson is not coming back. Uh, he ain't come back. So take it from now, Malcolm. Well. <laughs> Belichick. I'm hot. I'm the hot. Falcons are going to have their hands full because I don't know, again, if they have just the grit that it takes to really do the, the hard, tough thing decisions to win, to want to win the Super Bowl because it's not going to come easy. It's not. Okay. Deck, you have anything you want to add before I get started again? <laughs> <laughs> Would it matter? I mean, I don't know, man. I, I just think there's other options out there. I, I, that's just me. I think if I was Harbaugh, I probably wouldn't have come to this situation either. I mean, he is Harbaugh. He, well, look, he interviewed. He ain't <laughs> said he didn't want to come. Uh, I might interview next you week. Put 20, I mean, I let, me, let me tell you something. You put $20 million down right there, and I guarantee you, Jim Harbaugh, pay him $20 million a year. He's a top-tier coach. Man, you put $50 out on this table, and I will dance for you just like I did in college, okay? <laughs> Hey, let's keep our money in our pocket, mouth. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I did something strange for some change. Uh, but, but Malcolm, you you get what I'm saying? I do. It's time to win. Arthur Blank is 81 years old. If he wants to win a Super Bowl before he checks out, right? You got to go for the best. It ain't nothing but money. <laughs> it ain't nothing but money. Think about it. Somebody. Of Arthur Blank's status, he 81. He ain't even buying a lot no more. No. Put the money on the table and tell Jim Harbaugh to get his fanny down here and fix this team. We don't have the same emphasis that the soccer team had. That's right. To win their championship. That's right. That every other Good point in, in Atlanta will put that behind the, the Braves, the thing that they've done. Yeah. When it's time for them to win a championship, they have to go out and get top-notch. You notch. got to go get top-notch. You in, got in to fairness, get top-notch coaching. In fairness, Atlanta has, the United have won a championship. I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, I'm just yeah they won a championship. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who was, yeah, the, who was the coach? Uh, Tata. Uh, I was going to say, yeah, it was Tata. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It was one, of, one of the top coaches in the league. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, Tata Uh-oh. is very well respected around He's, the league. Hey, man, no, the respect question is not even on the table. Okay. Right? Uh, is he the best? 
I would not say he's the best. He's top tier. In that time, though, I don't think he had to be the best because he had the best team. He, yeah, he had the best team. So, uh, and, and his they matched. I mean, he he does very well with great players. Yeah. Okay, we'll, yeah. we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Uh, we got it. We got anybody? Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can invite Smoke in on this one. Oh, he's wanting to come in. Yeah, yeah. He's he just got home. He was playing in the snow. So okay, so so just let me know that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but. Uh, Malcolm, and see, we're talking about this topic because this is serious. Yeah, is it serious? We're we're fans. We spend our money. We buy the jerseys. We 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 go to the games. You got to pay forty dollars to park. You understand? Forty fifty dollars to park. You go in there. They try to give you all this stuff pregame. Oh, they hyping the game up. Uh uh uh. We got all these top-notch players. Got a number four pick, uh, Kyle Pitts. Okay, Kyle was hurt. Had two MCLs. We find that out later. Okay, but you got everything going. You got the music going. You got the pretty girls out there. Uh, uh, you got all those celebrities in the house. The fanfare is there. The fanfare is there. You're going to tell me that's not an atmosphere for winning? I mean, it is. The but. organization <laughs> got to catch up with the fans. We're tired, man. Are you tired? We're tired, Dick. I'm serious I ever been. I'm just going to say, just for the record, you talked about, you know, buying the stuff and wearing the jerseys. You're currently wearing a Notre Dame sweatshirt. I just want to put that on the record. A little sidebar right there. Have, have I not wore a, fa- a Falcon apparel in here before? You have not. You yes, wore, I have. You have worn Braves. Many times. You have... You have worn Notre Dame and and uh, the Atlanta Falcons sweat pullover that I pull up. You're lying. More Cartersville <laughs> High School gear on you and Atlanta Falcons. Don't where tell the, me. Where do the Falcons play then, Mister Superfan? They play in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, just double Stadium, checking. Big I, was, boy. I was checking your homework. Yeah, yes, I was sir. checking your homework. And if you come to my house, you'll see my closet full of Falcon apparel that I'm about. I got thirty six jerseys. I know. That's it. Rookie numbers. Rookie numbers. <laughs> Malcolm, again, and I and I look to you because you're serious like me. See, he's he's over there twiddling his fingers and doing whatever he does over there. My mustache. And see, he's from Colorado anyway. He liked the Denver Broncos. Yeah, he ain't yeah. But Malcolm, Malcolm, me and you, we're serious fans about our – well, you're not. I forgot you ain't no Atlanta Falcon fan. But okay. you but, – but, but you know what I mean. I the like passion. them because my parents like them. Oh, okay. Yes. And the passion. We're tired. We've been losing and coming close forever. Don't nobody want to be the other guy? Do that. And that's me in a nutshell because that's why I stopped being a Falcon fan because I do not like losing. I'm not a good loser. Okay. Right. Well, let's, what are other possibilities since your boy Harbaugh has gotten like 20 minutes of our airtime? All right, Belichick. You doggone right. Who who else is a possibility? They interviewing Terry Glenn tomorrow. Terry Glenn. He's a, a DC for the Detroit Lions. Why do we keep looking for DCs? Why? I, well, that's what I'm talking about. Why? That's what I'm talking about. You got this magnificent offense. You got the DC there, but you're gonna let him get but out of here. Replace him? Like, come on. Now. Yeah, they don't. They don't gave him permission hmm. to go to interview other places. Stupid. They, just That's stupid. just dumb. You're going I mean, backwards. Like, nah, you lock it up. Lock him up. Lock okay. Him up. And, and wait a minute before we go to break. But you got, okay, you got him. You had uh, 
Raheem Morris came in, former coach. Uh, he was the Atlanta DC. I was about to say he's a defensive uh, coach too. Yeah, uh, you had. Uh, I'm trying to think of who. Just just had too many people. Like, it's I want to see an uh, that Tomkin guy out of Washington. I think it was who Tomkin, Mike Tomkin. You don't want to see him in in, in Atlanta Falcon coach. Uh, hey man, I'd like to see somebody that knows how to knows how far football can go. Well, that's I don't tell I don't tell you who it was. It's Jim Harbaugh. That's where the buck that's needs to one. stop. Okay, that's one. That's but where the buck needs to stop. I, I, I tell you who else they interviewed. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh and Jim Harbaugh. How about that? I like that second one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, they've they've interviewed uh a lot of people. And uh, but I still think that their pick is Belichick. And you know, you got the ruling rule that comes into effect, and we're gonna talk about that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, you have to do the ruling rule, and those of you that are not familiar with that, you have to uh interview NFL owners have to interview at least two uh uh minority coaches mm. for the head coaching job when a coaching job comes available i'm gonna cheat off of somebody else's homework because i forgot about this candidate mike vrabel mm. oh well i mentioned him a while ago but yeah i i don't think he's a good fit for us why because he's gonna be doing the same way you can't spell his name he gonna do the same thing that arthur smith did you know why because that's where arthur smith came from tennessee so we'd be doing it he was uh mike vrabel's oc yeah so you know you know i i no he's i think he's a good coach but no but anyway uh guys i i I got hot i'm all over the place but uh bear with me we're gonna take a break and, uh, you know, we're going to come back and talk about the playoffs that are coming up in the NFL this weekend. and some big games coming up. Can you say Lamar? <laughs> back in a minute, guys. This is Zuma Fenicchio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness so you can raise your vibration to a frequency of total freedom. I'm so excited about launching my new book, Rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i wanted people to have a new relationship with self and a lot of times we need help with that so with this book rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i believe it's going to have you go to a whole nother level one of the reasons i created this book because i wanted to give people an opportunity to have a guide to help them to rethink their life See, you have to be the one to love on you. And this book really shows you how to do that effectively, how to build your self-confidence, how to put yourself in a success mindset. But most of all, rehaving a new relationship with self. That's so important. So again, pick up your copy of Rethink unleashing the extraordinary within remember you can get it at amazon let your family and friends know this is the best book on the market right now rethink unleashing the extraordinary within
All right, guys, we are back on the Couch Potato Sports Report uh, on this wonderful Friday night. Uh, I know it's been cold lately, and I hope everybody's out there staying warm because uh, I don't like cold, that cold like that. I like it nice and brisk, but when it, you know, them people up in Detroit and uh, places, uh, it was another place I saw Buffalo. in Buffalo, Buffalo, uh, Rochester, New York. They, man, it's yeah. crazy. I'm a, I, I gotta. I got to give my props to the Buffalo fans who stood in line with a shovel to get paid $20 an hour to shovel snow at the stadium. Y'all have my love and respect. But you're crazy. I won't be cheering for your team, but I have mad respect for you. And, and I'm, I'm just on a little side side note. Yeah, yeah. If the NFL decides to take that team uh-huh. out of Buffalo, I will go to that stadium, wherever it is, and just blow it up. I, I will know that team does not leave. Any other team, I don't care. Hmm. That team does not leave. Watch that word blow now. Nah, I don't watch care. That, watch I that, don't that, care. Watch that word blow up. We, we, we don't have snitches <laughs> on, on this. We, have, we don't have snitches on this podcast. Be so careful with that word, it. right, Malcolm? I'm not worried about it. But yeah, uh, all those people up in those places, man. And those are devoted fans when you go out there and do something like that. When you say Malcolm. Well, I can say I was a devoted fan like that, even uh-huh. though I wasn't a Falcon fan. I love Fulton County Stadium. Yeah, because it was outdoor football. It sure was, and it I was cold too, thing. bro. I would do the same. Thing. I didn't sit in there when it was cold, but uh, anyway, uh, we're going to the uh, NF- NFL playoffs this week. Uh, we got the second round. These this is going to be the divisional round. You got the Texans playing the Ravens. You got the Buccaneers playing the Lions. You got the Packers and the 49ers and the Chiefs and the Bills. Speaking of those Bills. And uh, let's 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 talk about our first game, the Texans and the Ravens. Malcolm, uh, Lamar Jackson is playing. Uh, you know they already call him the MVP. He's had a great year this year. Uh, you know you got a lot of doubters about Lamar because he ain't a prototype uh, quarterback that Personally, has won I the Super Bowl. I love the doubters. I love that. Yeah, I love, and he loved it too. Yeah. But uh, playing against a good Texans team with DeMarco Ryans has done a heck of a job down there with Texas. Rookie quarterback, rookie coach makes the playoffs. How good is that? That's like three. <laughs> what's that happened like two other times? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's happened like two other times. I know it, what, it may be. Well, I know yeah. it's the first time it's happened to a person of color. Yeah, yeah. and that's that tells you to so, – yeah. So well, uh, talk about that, Mal. Well – just the matchup itself, because I hope both quarterbacks have a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to pick between them because either way, it's going to be a good game. And you go CJ Stroud as a as a person of color, we win. Yeah, so I just want to see positive, yeah, yeah, you do yeah positive reinforcement because there are people, little boys coming up behind them, right. watching them play. No doubt, so. no doubt, Malcolm. And it, it you know it's just it, it just kills all the myths that they've been spreading forever about that. Yes. And and uh, what what and and what blows my mind, and I ain't going here nor there, but you got all these players. The the league is ninety plus ninety percent. It's even a little bit more than ninety percent black. Yeah, but yet look at the executives in the league. You you don't tell me these guys. A lot of these guys don't know how to 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 lead an organization, and they don't play, and they don't know the game. Granted, everybody can't do it. Correct. But there's plenty of guys that can. All they need is the opportunity. Yeah. And yeah. they need opportunities. Like, don't give me one opportunity and I'm, I'm not successful. 
uh, and then take it away. Bill Belichick wasn't successful in his first gig with uh with the Browns. Cleveland, yeah. yeah. He wasn't successful. No. But yet he got a he got a chance with the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then he turned that down because him and Parcells right. part of the way. They gave him the job. Yeah. But he said he didn't want. Then he went to the Patriots. So make it an equal playing field with all these coaches. These guys, it's guys like Steve Wilkes. They've been in the league forever. And this guy can't get a head coaching job. And it's nah. not right. Nah. So I'm, yeah. I'm saying that. But I see, I think with like a lot of those coaches, they should be in the right situations. Because some team that's bottom of the barrel will choose them, and that team isn't coming out of the, they, out they, of the bottom. They're not set up to win. Yeah, right. they're not set up to do anything except you know get yelled. And then so you end up being the fall guy right. for a team that's already down. That's so, right. You know, and and to make you hire. Yeah. For three years. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, I mean that's collect, neither, the, collect the bag in the meantime. But, yeah. You know, I mean, that's neither here nor there. But you know, you know, give these guys a chance. It's all I'm saying. They 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 give you their heart and soul. And then when they want to get into the executive branch, you won't let them. Right. So anyway, I'm hoping the Ravens win that one. Uh, Matt, from your pick on that game. Well, I like Lamar Jackson. Okay. Yeah. I want to see him change. He's already changed what the quarterback position looks like. Right. And a big spark of my, of that for me also. I mentioned him last week, Warren Moon. Right. So I will forever choose the black quarterback just because of Warren Moon. Okay. Uh Dick, you got any takes on that? Um, yeah, I think uh besides, you know, Jackson, of course, I think their defense is just absolutely solid. Mm-hmm. I think this defense is really underrated, and the Ravens have always put together those type of teams. So I hope they go far. I feel like, you know, the city of Baltimore could really use it. So well, speaking of complimentary football, if the offense just does a little bit, don't mess it up. The defense will, will carry them through. Because, yeah, the Ravens have been known for having a just yeah. tremendous defense since Ray Lewis. I mean, I mean that's, why, that's where it started. Yeah, the first yeah. Super Bowl they won. Yeah. yeah, because the quarterback was who? Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer. And uh, a little side note, Trent don't get no respect. No. He doesn't get any respect as an NFL Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I ask you that because most people don't realize that he won a Super Bowl. Exactly. You know, well, That's true, yeah. And then when he won the Super Bowl – they released him. Yeah. That's the ultimate disrespect after that. Is it not? Hmm. So, you know, but hey, again, Trent Dilford, I mean, you, he can't say I won a Super Bowl and I got a Super Bowl ring and I got two credentials. Yep. And that's all that matters. Yeah. I mean, how many people can say that? That's right. Nobody uh, from Atlanta. <laughs> well, when they go elsewhere, they can say it. Maddie Ice. Yeah. Maddie Ice got melted. Yeah, when they leave Atlanta, they can say they want to move on, but they can't say it from Atlanta. Nah, nah, not really. All right, Malcolm, your thoughts on CJ Stroud? Uh, it's a young quarterback. Um, I like his energy. I like his arm. Uh, I think they have a really good chance to do some good things as well if he's protected by his line and they have a good running game. I don't think they need to put it on his arm. Right, because oh, yeah, because he is a rookie. and. Right. They're going to be throwing uh, disguise coverages out there, probably something he ain't seen. And, you know, this is a big game. You got to win. But you got to give him credit because I don't think – I think everybody kind of picked Bryce Young to be right. the one that, that really showed this year. Yeah. Of course, he was on a terrible team. But C.J. Stroud came out and showed everybody he yeah. was that dude. Yes, sir. Yeah. He sure did. And I got to give him that. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think the Ravens going to win that game. That's my pick. 
Uh, so just, Ravens all around. Yeah, I yeah. think the Ravens are gonna win it as well because you know Lamar Jackson. They playing. They just playing at a high level, and uh, right now I think. They probably the best team in the NFL, wouldn't you say, Michael? I would. Their defense is just their defense is yeah. tremendous. All right, let's go to the Buccaneers Lions game. Uh, Lord Faker Mayfield, Lord help us all. <laughs> now, one thing I will tell you, for one thing I like about Baker is that he believes in himself. He's a gunslinger. Uh, sometimes he runs his mouth a little too much. And like gets somebody in believes in him and gets him in trouble. But I love his heart. I, I tell you, Malcolm, do you think he plays with heart? Um, it's different for me to say because effort, the greediness that you're speaking of as far as, I mean, I have never seen him do things to throw a lead block for someone uh, mm-hmm. down the field. Um, okay. I understand how the quarterback is going to get the credit when you win, um, and he should even take the blame when you lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think in Tampa, if he – Leans on his defense. That's what's going to help him propel in the NFL playoffs. Right. Well, um, those Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, has done an excellent job up there. He said at his press conference, we're going to bite ankles and pinch some knees and all of that. And everybody laughed, me included, because I thought it was funny. But he he said, we're going to bite some ankles. Well, uh what three years later, two years later, they biting ankles, baby. Yeah, and he got golf playing out of his mind. Uh, he he got him back to a point where he believed in himself. Mm-hmm. And this this uh this Lions team is good, baby. They 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 played good all year. Yeah, across the board, they they played good all year. And you know, credit goes mm-hmm. to Dan Campbell and his staff because they've done a heck of a job with the, with those guys, man. Uh, I'm I'm ecstatic. Uh, I'm going with the Lions in this one, Dick. I think he was just trying to read my mind. Is all it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Lions on this one. I'm I've never been a, been a Faker Mayfield fan. I um I do think he has like a, a lot of unearned confidence, but I will give it to him. He does have heart. So, all right, Matt. I think the Lions will win this one as well. Um, I think they have the better offense. They have the better uh, secondary. Um. And even the coaching staff, right? they they're gonna bite ankles. Yeah, they gonna they gonna, they gonna bite some. I love I love that. I love biting ankles. I used to tell my teams all the time if in, in football, if you ain't sweating and stinking at practice, you ain't practice. You you need to be going home sweating and stinking till as soon as you walk in the house. Your mom say you need to go take a bath right now. Just hose them off in the yard. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I'm I'm I think the Lions will win that, and uh, you know. Credit to them. And Baker will throw it to the other guys, too. Yeah. So, you know, more often than not. (laughs) All right, let's uh, move over to the Packers 49ers game. I've been waiting for this one. All right. (laughs) Malcolm, you take that lead then. Well, because there's a person, uh, they have a running back uh, that's from Fort Valley State on uh, the Green Bay Packers. Uh Uh, He actually had a a good game last week. Um, I'm hoping, although they are, are young at the quarterback position, and so it's a lot of, and it is a weight game. Yeah. So we're going to be there um, hoping that Green Bay can, can put out the defense will come to play. Right. <clears throat> okay. Um, you know, Dick, what you got on that game? I think one of the, that game really is going to um, depend on whether Brock Purdy is going to play real pretty. So <laughs> uh, I'm feeling like, uh, I'm feeling like, yeah, San Francisco might have it. I got mad love for Jordan Love, but I, uh, 
Yeah, I'm thinking this is going to be San Francisco's game. Yeah, you know what, man? I actually agree with you. Uh, I think if Brock Purdy has a great game, I think the 49ers win. I don't picture yeah. him not having a good game, though. Well, I'm and just, it, which I'm, is crazy because Green Bay is still good. Right? Yeah, but you got to think Green Bay, uh, Jordan Love mm -hmm. is playing. He, what was his, his first name? Jordan. Jordan, yeah. yeah. He, when he throwed some balls last week, Man, that looked like Aaron Rodgers back yeah. there. He was studying Aaron Rodgers throwing off of his back foot, yeah. the wrong foot. Look just like him did yes. and putting the ball right there on the money. Side note, that was a beautiful situation in the fact that he could grow behind him exactly. and not and have the team not depend on him. Exactly. I think if a lot of other quarterbacks have that, they might be a little different. Ritter, for instance. I think if he had somebody exactly. in front of him, he wouldn't have been not Mariota. Depend on him, yeah. <laughs> not Mariota. Unfortunately, Mariota <laughs> wasn't working it out. So, but but uh, Jordan Love. I mean, I got to get a Packers credit, but but the Forty ers I think, are just stronger all the way around. Uh, Brock Purdy playing. You got Debo Samuel, who is an absolute beast, and uh, you know they they mixed the run in the past so well. You know, Kyle Shanahan is considered the best play caller in the game, and. Uh, you know, I think the Packers will give them a good game, but I'm going to go with the 49ers with that as well. I don't doubt it, but it's playoff football and turnovers might be the issue as well. I agree, Malcolm. Yeah, so, good point. Good point. Playoff football changed the whole dynamic, don't yes. Yeah. All right, we got the, our last game. We got the Chiefs and the Bills. Yes. 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 You, you, got, uh, 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 you got Patrick Mahomes. You mean Taylor Swift and the Chiefs? Yeah, I said it. I said it. <laughs> and uh, the quarterback for the Bills, what's his name, Malcolm? Um, Josh. Josh. Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. Uh -huh. So this is going to be a good one because the Chiefs are really not playing like the Chiefs of the past. No. I'm they're okay they're playing that. good, but they're not at that two level, are they? And they're not. I still think they have a swagger about them that you got to beat me. Even yeah, if it's at your place. That's right. Beat me. Yeah, yeah. So that's that game right there is 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 a little up in the air for me because if the Bills play the way they're capable of playing, they could beat them. But I don't think they will. I think the Chiefs will still win that game. Uh, I'm thinking negative Ghost Rider patterns full. Bills, bro. Between the team and the stadium and the fans, I think uh, I think it's gonna work out for them. I don't really picture. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't see the Kansas Chiefs having it in them again to play in a blizzard like that. So the only issue with that, you can only put eleven on the field at a time, so it doesn't matter how many people are in the stands. <laughs> hey, those. That's what I like about Malcolm. He man, he he point out them subtle points right there. Okay, let, let me let me allow me to retort. <laughs> okay, the Bills fans come with shovels. Do you think you want a a, a team? Uh, you you think you really want to be in a stadium? Full of beer and shovels and people mad if their team loses. All I'm saying is be careful where you walk, Pilgrim. It's always an unholy land. I'm going to mix sports with you right now for just one moment. Go ahead, bro. It's kind of like me walking in the Cass Stadium, hitting a three-pointer at the buzzer in front of your face, knowing I'm going to do it, and walking up the court. Why are you always bringing up bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> and he's wearing a Canes hat. I just yeah, want to let y'all know. Tell it, Malcolm. This is hey, this Cartersville, Georgia, ain't it matter? He's wearing a Canes hat. Ain't nobody here from, the from uh, Colorado. What's a, what's a cast? What's a cast? Huh? We don't know. Y'all tell me what a cast is. We don't know is. what a cast is. We don't care about cast. I'm rooting for the Bills. I can tell you what a hurricane is, though. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm, I'm it's a purple windstorm that'll come blow the roof off that mug. I had a little Taco Bell earlier. I might, I might have a uh, purple hurricane waiting for you. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so we, we uh, Dick, did you make your pick on that game? Yeah, Bills only simply because of their fans. I think their fans deserve it. Plus, but they're not playing, if, so how? I think I, I'm, saying what I'm, I'm saying what I'm saying, brother. <laughs> yes, I can are. hit this mute on you right now. I just want to, <laughs> you know, set the record straight. I think their fans deserve the win. And if not, there's just going to be a lot of opioids being sold. I think they need that. So, yeah. Well, go Bills. Well, hey, look, that's going to be uh, four good games, I think. It's going to be a good football weekend. I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about watching it. And it ain't nothing like watching uh, football at home when it's yeah. cold outside. Yes. Got almighty. The one thing I will say Woo. about these games is they're incredibly evenly matched. Yes. Um, I don't think the Buccaneers are that evenly matched with the Lions, but I could be completely wrong. Faker may end up showing me up. So he but, could he could be a maker that day. You know, he's been make baker, maker, and faker. Well, so. hopefully we go with faker. But uh okay. Well, uh let's take a short break right here, Dick. And uh when we come back, guys, we're going to talk about the Rooney Rule just for a minute. Like, we touched on it a while ago, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the Rooney Rule. All right, back in a minute. This is Zuma Finicchio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness. I am so excited to introduce the launch of the brand new collection, Think. Yes, this is the official Think brand. This is the brand that celebrates your brilliance. And by you being a faithful Couch Potato Sports Report listener, when you check out, you're going to get an additional 15% off when you put in the promo code T-Bird. Yes, I said it. You would get 15% off with the promo code T-Bird. Celebrate your brilliance. Go to the official thinkbrand.com. All right, guys, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Been having great conversation tonight, talking about everything from Bill Belichick to uh, the NFL playoffs coming up this week. And also, uh, we're about to talk about the running rule. But first, Deck, want to hit up something? Yeah, I got to say a, a huge shout-out to the chat right now. You guys are firing it up. Got Valletta in the house, uh, Melissa, Smoke always, Mr. Mike Purcell, IDOC. Love you guys for showing up. We really appreciate you guys talking to us and listening to us tonight. So, yeah, thanks guys and chime in. Dick is right there, ready to fill all your your calls and your and your uh, typing. So, uh, you know, tap in and, and hit us up and get us give us your thoughts on what we're talking about because you know it, it's a it's a serious week this week. You know, uh, we got a lot of things going on in Atlanta, but right now, Malcolm, I want to get your take on the Rooney Rule. This you know, been in the league for a few years now, and uh, it's been abused, and it's been good. It's been done went both ways. So I just want to get your take on it, and then I'm gonna get Dicks. Well, for me, it's always been somewhat window dressing because it's gonna look good if I pull everybody into the office to talk about it. But I already know who I'm gonna hire. Exactly. 
So until those things change, um, I think it's, it's just another way to say, well, we've done that. We've interviewed Mike, but you don't have a chance shot at this job. That's right. So. I, I'm, I'm going to counter that with you. You could literally say that if they bring in 10 people and they already know who they're going to hire, whether they're white and black or whatever, they you could say that it's a waste of time for the other nine people. But I do think the fact that they're bringing people in is at least good because otherwise you can have the window dresser in there or something. But sometimes I realize with the whole magic Negro rule, you got to be so good. Nobody says no to you in order to be so good that somebody, you know, nobody says no to you. You got to be in the room. You got to be in the room for them to not say no to you. So it, whatever way we get in the well, room, that's how we get in, the in room. today's world with social media. Do you really have to be in the room for them to say no to you? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you, can you be do. out there in your car. I'm gonna text Mike right here and tell him, hey, we ain't get, taking this guy no matter what. What but I'm talking about with the interviews because with it, you have to at least be able to get into the room and talk to somebody. And you know, if it's an old boys club, it's just gonna be this whole cyclical, you know, friendcess thing going on with with all these same people that are always gonna get the same jobs. And truthfully, nothing has really changed. Again, like does Bill yeah. Belichick deserve another job after last year? No, but I mean, he's always going to get the opportunity. But that's my point. We, so we, has it really changed? But no. he's taking everybody else's <laughs> jobs. Well, <laughs> but see, on that one, he, though, I can he, say he's not playing. He's playing the hits, man. Like, correct. How, how much more does he have in him? And you're actually right. Well, because with him, he's got the rings to prove it. So that's what makes him an exception to the rule. That's what shot him straight to Atlanta, Georgia. Exactly. How many rings, rings has he won without Tom Brady? But that's the whole point. He's got him. I, all I'm saying is, is like it's the, the coaches don't don't play. Ultimately, it's the players, and it's however you can motivate them and give them the right information and come up with a game plan that will help. But and I'm glad you said that. But on the sideline, what color are the coaches that do most of the motivating? But you don't see it. This is true. But my point is, in order to get those coaches, they've got to be in the room. You got to bring them in the room. So whether, however, if we got to pick the lock or kick the door down, we're in the room. That's that's what matters. I mean, you can call it window dressing. You can call it whatever. If I can get an interview, I can tell you right now, it, it, any sales job that I had, or any, if I get if I get an interview, I get the job. I can guarantee you that. I am an affable motherfucker. All right, people like me because I put on a little bacon <laughs> on my uh, wrist. Okay. Everybody loves the smell of bacon. I always get a job based off of that. Well, let me just let me just go this with you. Okay, let's just take uh, Raheem Mars. <clears throat> There was no need for him to come to Atlanta and interview. You know why? Why? He was already an interim coach here. He wasn't coming to get that job. They put his name in the hat. Just so they can say that. So do. they could uh, get the quota for the Rooney Rule. And, and that, I, I, that, that might that might be a possibility. But at, at some point, he could have just said, no, I don't even want to interview for it. He he, yeah, said, he could have said that, but but, but on fact, his but but he has a relationship enough to where they put him in as an interim. Yes, they could have put anybody in as an interim. But in his defense, he got to go to the interviews. Right, he got to go because what's the league gonna say? Well, Atlanta wanted to interview you and you turned it down. So I mean, how's that off of? So those guys, if if Donald Duck called them to come interview for his football team, they got to go. But see. Your white counterparts don't necessarily have to do that. Dan Quinn done turned down uh, three years in a row, done turned down head coaching jobs. Three years in a row, and now he right back up again. I mean, he's he probably turned wants, him down. He probably wants the best situation. 
No, he didn't. Hey. He stayed there because Jerry Jones didn't want him to leave, and he liked working with that group he had. Raheem Morris can't do that, bro. Uh, probably Tell him, Malcolm. I mean, he can't do it. But if he if if the Panthers were to sit there and call him up, he'd end up taking that job, and he'd just be sitting at the bottom. I know of the barrel. he would take. Not, but, but they got to start somewhere. You don't. You can't start there, dude. You can't start at. You can't start from the bottom and then show up. But what happens <sighs> if it takes him three years to turn it around? He starts to turn around, and then. He starts to get into a better situation, but his contract and is, they're going to let is, him go, and they're going to let him go. But Somebody don't put else. yourself in that situation to begin with. But look, don't, look, but, but look, on the other hand, Demarco Rhymes took that job in uh, Houston. Look what he's done. I will give you that. Yes, I will give you that. So there is a chance that you could turn it around, but they're in a precarious situation. Those black coaches are in a precarious situation because they they is by having been not fair for so long. And the league trying to do something, but who got the last uh, say? Oh, it's always the owners. The always, owners yeah. got the last say. Yeah. Well, so you know, it's going to always be an uphill struggle. Yeah. It's uh, you and know, every year we're going to talk about this right around the time that they're hiring new coaches. That's why I every said year. it's going to always be an uphill struggle. You got Steve Wilkes, who is a very respected DC around the league. He should have had the jo- kept the job in Carolina because mm. he he did a good job with them. And they let him go. That uphill struggle will change when player, former players, players. begin to own teams. That's right. Yeah. Once that's, they get in that room, that struggle is going to change. That's when. Yeah. It, that's when it'll change. And and, and 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 in order to grab a team, somebody else has to give it up. That's the real question. Well, <clears throat> well, you you have to give it up. But they could even create their own team. They can create. They got to look at all. Of, we talked about it last week. Look at all the money these athletes make. They got to pool their money together and select somebody to be an owner of a team. Okay, 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 okay. Let me ask you this. All right, because you guys are talking about getting a whole new team. Now that we're on this whole side quest, where would you put a new team? No, I ain't talking about go get a new team. I'm talking about when a when a uh, say like the Washington Redskins. They yeah, just the Commanders. They, they, who are about I mean, to have a new they, name. Yeah, I'm sorry. The, the Red, formerly the, known as the Redskins. Yeah. The, okay. <laughs> When that was up, mm-hmm. if players would have been ready, they knew it was coming. If they would have been ready and had a group together, they could have competed with that other group to get that team. Uh, I see where you're coming from, but stop being. Would, why you gonna say stop being oppositional? Not not you. Um, I'm gonna talk about you. What I'm saying is, I not, I I wouldn't about that team. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not like I got the money to even discuss that, but you know, I you just hiding it. You're right. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) you caught me, bro. Uh, You caught me. I've just been eating nothing but macaroni and cheese all week simply because I'm holding on to six billion dollars. Okay, you caught me. (laughs) Well, what was just what were we gonna finish? I mean, I honestly, I, I, I understand, but you know, again, in order for them to get the the commanders somebody has to be willing to sell the commanders all of these other owners these billionaires they're in a financial position to where they don't have to sell these teams they're not being forced to sell these teams unlike dan schneider who's kind of a that's what i'm saying but 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 you missing my point dick we knew that he was gonna have to give up that team then we met Mm -hmm. you should have been getting your stuff together the two years prior because we knew Two years prior that he was gonna have to give up that team. But even uh, then, the owners vote on who gets the yes, they do. The team. So how you know what I'm saying? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
how are the owners gonna look in the NFL when you got 90 plus percent African Americans playing in your league and you got an owner this uh, you got the owners coming in that's got the capital to buy this team and y'all vote them down you what's it, that gonna look like you said it right there capital this is one thing I know about money it will insulate you from the problems that you're capable of creating in this world all right if you have the money you don't have to care what other people think as to whether you would vote somebody in to buy a team. You could have one of your homeboy billionaires that goes well, to your hold same it, hold it. country club. Did, no, no, did, let me finish. Did he miss me, something? No, let me. What I'm saying is, you can have one of your homeboy billionaires that wants to put up money uh, for a team and can get together a group because they already have the connections, and you, then you guys can share bourbon over a team that you know he bought because of your connections. So I don't think the money is the issue. I think it's also connections. These guys are friends with you, with each other. They go to each other's weddings. I know that, weddings. Dexter. They buy Malcolm, do you know what I'm talking other. about? I do. What, what, even, what, what even if they had the money together, what I'm saying is the the owners probably still, because they already had somebody in mind that they wanted to sell the team to. Or they probably even have a list. No, of, no. no they, that, in that situation, the league made that decision chat tell me i'm right tell me tell me i'm right about they wouldn't have sold a team to chat tell me i'm right no you're not right um uh take a picture of him is what he would say yeah (laughs) my point though is they still would vote in whoever they want but i don't know that's neither here nor there now malcolm you know what i'm talking about so so malcolm you uh you elaborate. Well, I mean, the NFL has just been uh, a fraternity for so long. Thank you, Smoke. That's been one-sided. Mm-hmm. But yet we know when you see the product on the field, it's a total different venture out there. At some point, just like in basketball, just like in baseball, somebody's got to make that stand mm-hmm. to, to infiltrate the group. Uh, well, the chat has voted. I'm right. Uh, and I'm going to read to you what they said. Uh, Smoke says the owners decide who gets to buy the team. Dex is correct. And another person whose name I can't pronounce says it's a good old boy network. It's tied directly to racism. I don't know if it's tied directly to racism per se. I'm not going to. I agree with that statement. That's where the issue lies. No, no. What I'm going to say. The issue lies in you saying you're not sure. You are sure. Allow me to finish what I'm saying. But you're definitely Allow me to finish what I'm saying. What I'm sure is, is that if I'm friends with another billionaire, all right, and somebody else that I'm not friends with wants to buy the same thing. If I'm able to sell it to my friend, I would sell it to my friend rather than somebody I don't know. That's okay. why I, that, that's I think that's more of it than anything. They're apathetic towards other people and other races because they're not within their same social economic class. But I think when it comes down to it, it's less racism, more classism, which is classism. Racism is just classism with color coding. Exactly. I was about to say. It's but I, I think it's less racism. I think it's more classism. Like this guy goes to my uh, goes to my um, you know country club, so I'll sell it to him. What? Well, yeah, you know, I, I, I agree with that point. I, look, man. I agree with that. But if I'm a billionaire, Muck. Okay, his name is pronounced Muck. What's up, Muck? Look, all right, look here. If I want apples. Am I going to an orange tree or am I going to an apple tree, Malcolm? Apple. I'm going to an apple tree. If I'm a billionaire, who am I going to hang around? I'm going to hang around other billionaires. So I'm going to go to the, my white counterparts that are billionaires. I'm sure some of them are my friends. And you're going to tell me that I can't network with them, but letting them know, look, I want a team. 
Okay, I got the money. Me and you friends, we play golf together, Bill, every week. Okay, so I want this Washington Commanders team. I, I got my group together. I got the money. And, Bill, I'm depending on you to help me get that team. Chat, did I just not make that same point? You didn't say that. I just, I literally just made that. But you didn't say it. You said it with all. Wait I a said minute. it with words, brother. No, That's what I said no, it with. I said you, it with words. No, no. I said it with my heart. Just be quiet, bitch. You said it with uh, just with all the white guys. I'm talking about me being a black man to say it to my white counterparts that are my friends. What I'm saying is, if your friends are all one color, or, or even if they're not the same color, if all of your friends all own NFL teams and you have this one friend that doesn't own NFL teams, but they're still your friend, it's easier for you to get your friend in. I think it's more of a friend situation than them trying to keep the black guys out. I think it's they want to keep their friend circle in. I, I, I don't I don't agree with all of that. I, I agree with aspects of it, but I don't agree well, with all of Oprah that. Because wants, when Oprah wants to buy the team, then holler at me. They yeah. wouldn't let Oprah in because she's a woman and she's black at that. This is, you know, probably they wouldn't true. let her in. Now, now that we just say that, Malcolm. Well, exactly, but true. And she got the money. Okay, by that, herself. By yeah. herself. So that there you have it. And you don't think she can drum up the money to get the? Uh, come on. Uh, yeah, I'm sure she can. I'm sure she can. She you think have, you think Jerry Jones gonna say, "Yeah, Oprah, come on in here." She did have a lawsuit with the beef uh, people of Texas, so okay. you know. But let's, but like I say, do you think Jerry Jones gonna say, "Yeah, Oprah, come on in here, come on, sit down." But uh, you, but you made my point though. Is like those guys are gonna sell to one of their homeboys. They're not gonna sell to but the hell. Okay, okay, that's okay. <laughs> like, we don't we, we don't beat that horse. Okay. But what me and Malcolm are talking about is me, you, and Malcolm played in the league. Mm-hmm. We were good with our money. We mm-hmm. did well with our money. Okay. Okay. Now we want to be owners, like LeBron in the NBA. LeBron is gonna be an owner. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He made it known years ago. He's got the capital, and, and he's gonna be able to get more capital. We are gonna create that capital because we know our goal is to be owners in the National Football League. We're saying that the players, it's their fault. That they're not trying to be owners within the league. Right. Uh, and then that way you can hire diversity. Okay. I mean, I would I, I kind of want to move on to the subject because I feel like we're going, we're at an impasse and we're we're No, we ain't at no impasse. We just making our point. You made yours. I, you literally made my point. No, <laughs> no, no, I didn't. That, no, I didn't. That amount. <laughs> That, see, he don't. He ain't even talking about the same thing, man. You talking about is he? even no. Melissa agrees. No, Melissa, no. You Melissa ain't. said, "Dex, you were just the smartest guy ever." I cannot believe my daddy just said the exact same thing you just said. You were so brilliant. No, you. He didn't say that. We, what y'all listening to? We love you, Dex. Right there. Yeah, she. No, she. Yeah, she. He just reading that himself. She ain't saying that. Yeah. My baby wouldn't throw me under the bus okay, like that. She said she didn't. Now get out of she here. She didn't throw you under the bus. She just said that I was brilliant. No, see, I, well, well, I know that ain't my daughter. She right there. spelled the word brilliant correctly, so, you know, I can't be mad but, at that. But anyway, you know, just talking about the Rudy Rule, just we're going to wrap it up with that. But that's what me and Matthew were talking about. The players, they need to uh, look. I want to go like, uh, who's, who's the guy? Williams coming in talking about he want a part of the team. He ain't going to get that. But play the league, make your money, get some like-minded players that you play with and say, look, let's put together, let's start putting together a thing now 
to own an NFL team. It's going to take time to do that and to get that capital. And when the next available team come up, we want to be ready. Okay. That's all we're saying, right, Matt? All right. All right. Okay. That's all we're saying. I don't think it's going to happen, but whatever. Um, See, but you look, I think it'll happen. I don't, but. I I think it'll happen. See, and see that, that's why your word don't mean deadly. It the chat thinks otherwise. Do you, do I need to read what Melissa said? Again? I want you to read it. You don't want me to read it. Read it. It's too far up now. I can't read that, it. Oh, I bet it was. It's uh that's my daughter. Cam McCormick. Okay. Of the Miami Hurricanes. Future Dr. Cam McCormick is probably gonna defend his di- dissertation after nine unprecedented years of eligibility. You see how he switched that? Did yeah. you see how you see how he did? He went over me, didn't he? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, Cam uh McCormick. Why would you even want to play college football for nine years? Right. Have you not been to a college party before? Like I wouldn't want a job. <laughs> I'd want to just stay in college and drink beer and, and, and I, have fun. I mean, seriously. And then the uh, cheerleaders, like, come on, man. Like, and he got that status as a you player. What you gonna you gonna find that working at Allstate? Come on, I, I man. mean that just doesn't. If you're in your 30s playing college sports, you better be the best. Well, he's only like 25 or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> but, way, like he's. <laughs> yeah, but when he get in the league, he's gonna be 26 years old, just like Stetson Bennett. Who cares? Like, it's, I don't think it matters that much. I think it. What I think it is interesting that he's. Who he, goes to college he, for nine years? A lot of people. I I'm went, talking about. Just I, to, to, I, for your bachelor's? I almost went for six. <laughs> well, I'll give you six. I almost went for six. Well, and how do you play sports for that many? Yeah, I didn't play sports. I just chased well, girls. Well, like, the, well, the thing <laughs> is, he had some injuries. Okay. Yeah, he had injuries. So, he he yeah. had some injuries. But to me, I mean, unless he's getting some NIL deals that's you know, helping him. I, I mean, I ain't saying it's wrong. I ain't saying it's wrong. But who would want to be in college playing college football for nine years? Hey, man, he just want to. He just want to finish strong. I don't blame him. I mean, they if they're gonna give him the eligibility, they're gonna let him play. Let the man have a good time. You know, let him get his little bachelor's degree. I don't know. I think he's studying like him uh, history or communications or something like well, that. Well, I mean, like, hey, man, I, I, I get it. I mean, I, know, I get it. Stay the course, brother. I, I mean, I get it. But, I mean, plus the economy, what it is now, like you know what I'm saying. But you, you all right? You good? But I just wonder what type of player he is because, uh, I mean, he could be he could be playing NFL ball. Right? <laughs> Smoke said uh, we asked our older brother what he was going to do when he grad <laughs> when he graduated college. He answered 35. <laughs> <laughs> he answered, Smoke, man, I, I, I tell you what, boy, you you the dude, you that dude. I, you you and Dick, y'all go right in there together. Hey, man. And speaking of which, you will find both me and Smoke on the Toilet Bowl Club at 8 a.m. Eastern. Were you there last week? Tomorrow morning. I was. Did I you make up. it? Bro, you know, I, I do every, well, I do it almost every time. This time, uh, uh, Mike Babchek uh, came in and he was, he was uh he was putting on a good show, man. He's an interesting yeah. guy. So yeah, yeah, I mean, did you listen or did you participate? I participated. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's Total War Club, 8 a.m. Um on Podbean Live. Um, so yeah. Okay. Come check it out. All right, guys. Uh we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about those Atlanta Hawks. Those Atlanta Hawks. Those Atlanta Hawks. Back in a minute.
you hear that, that's the sound of your muffler on its last legs. If you're hearing a loud noise coming from your exhaust pipe, it's time to bring your car to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your muffler fixed up right. We'll do it quickly and affordably. We've been serving the Cartersville area for over 20 years, giving only excellent service to our customers. So if you're looking for a reliable, affordable muffler repair, come to City Mufflers of Cartersville. We'll get your car back on the road in no time. Ask about our warranty on AC repair and muffler work. Call City Motors of Cartersville today at 770-607-0009 to schedule an appointment. We're located at 214 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville. That's City Mufflers of Cartersville, where we'll get your car back on the road and keep it there. Hey, this is Mo Better from the Couch Potato Sports Report. Graduation is upon us, and a new car is a great gift. Don't just send them into the world with a reliable ride, but unreliable insurance. At the Levette Group, we will find the best tailor-made policy. We could even add on renter's insurance for further coverage and a better deal. Just call Todd Dean at the Levette Group. Call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. Again, call Todd Dean at 678-777-7718. All right, coming back. What a wonderful night we've had tonight, guys. We've talked about a lot of things. Uh, you know, Belichick, uh, guy been in the college football for nine years, the Rooney Rule. I mean, we just been rolling matching it. The, the the NFL playoffs. I mean, just you got Malcolm Cooley here tonight and who I uh, regard as I got such high regard for with his intellect on just sports in general. And we got Dick. So, yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm I, I will uh, I will second the fact that I, I think it's amazing that you're here. I think it's great. I think you bring a lot to the show. I really appreciate do appreciate you guys having me. Brother, I appreciate your patience with dealing with not just me, but with uh, T-Bird <laughs> over here. So, you know, you, you can you can play, you know, you can play spoiler. You can play adult in the room if you want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Well, Malcolm, I think show, you bro. can tell we have a good time. And I'm having a great time. Yeah, great. So, we, you know, we fight. Me and Dexter, we fired each other all night long. And then at the end of the night, we shake hands and say, all right, man, I'll see you next week. <laughs> this is true. This is true. This but uh, all Atlanta Hawks, uh, Malcolm, uh I, you know, and I'm at a. I just want to. I, 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 I want to recognize the depression <laughs> that hit you as soon as you said that. The chat can feel it. I can feel it. What? I mean, we're you know we're just not very good, and uh, we won the other night. We beat uh, and Deontay, De, Dejounte Murray had to hit that buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and see, you know, we're what. 16 and 21, 15 and 21, something like that. 17, 23. Okay, 17, 23. Mm-hmm. Our expectations were way higher than that at the beginning of the season. I don't know why. They've shown you nothing. But like mm-hmm. They've shown you nothing but tragedy. This has been a Shakespearean tragedy this entire time. Well, you know, everybody thought, the, the, the thought was with Quinn Snyder coming in, it's going to be a fresh start. Trey has bought in to, to Quinn. Yeah, but, but Trey can't do it by himself. Here's the thing: no. his offense requires a certain amount amount of marinade. All right, those guys have picked it up faster than I would have expected. But then there's the defensive side of it, and I don't know if they have the personnel or the strategy to kind of fill that hole. 
and that's it's becoming incredibly obvious. It's they got it. They need more defense, and if they could, if they could trade for a couple people, it'd be all right, man. Malcolm, your thoughts? It's going to be tough for them. Um, I will be at uh, State Farm Arena on tomorrow night because it's HBCU night. Okay, so hoping to see a good game. They have the length as far as the perimeter players, but I don't know from the point guard position. He's going to put in the buckets, but it's like the defense of what you said. Yeah, but actually, Trey's defense is better. He used to didn't play none at all. Right. He had a couple of steals the other night. He used yeah. to never get steals. But I guess my point is, again, uh, you had Travis Lincoln now, who I thought was doing a good job as the GM. All of a sudden, you move him out and you bring in Landry Fields, who I think is just a GM in name. Somebody else making the decisions. I don't know if it's Kyle Carver or whoever. Because we've regressed. We went to the to the uh to the finals of the um play in? No, the, no, mid, no, no. The midseason tournament. No, no, no. You remember a couple of years ago we went to the uh what play in? No. No, no. no, sorry, he just said that. Uh, the 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 conference finals. Eastern, okay. Yeah, yeah, we went to the Eastern Conference Finals. We were in. We win that that series. We going to the finals. Okay, and we've went backwards ever since. <clears throat> okay, you you make the trade to get Deontay Deontay Murray. I thought it was a good trade. Uh, the the kid can play, but they're saying that him and Trey is not meshing. Okay, they're not. Well, you gotta. You ain't getting nothing out of your three. Who is uh 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 what's his name? Deon DeAndre Hunter. Hunter, yeah. You, you are getting absolutely nothing out of him. If he playing, he throwing the ball away, making mistakes, and cannot shoot. And then if he ain't playing, he hurt. So he's hurt right now. So that position right there ain't helping you at all. You're not getting nothing. You get Clint Capella gives you jump because all he does is pull rebounds and go back up and and right. A Kongu can be good, but he needs that other guy, that other center that can just legitimately score to me. Because he's more of a forward. He, yeah, he's a forward. Yeah. Okay. So therefore, you right, you basically playing with two fours and no center. Right. Because Capella is is really not a center. I mean, he's a center defensively, right. but off you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> so the it's, way that this team is constructed. It's not good. It's it, just not – you don't have no bench. I was going to say, you can't – it's amazing that you can't get anywhere with a team full of journeymen. I mean, because that's well, – we, we're, we're loaded. I, I agree. <laughs> we're loaded with bench warmers. To be well, when, we, when we go to our bench, we got bogey. Mm. And that's it. I mean, be even to then, the like, bench could shoot. Yeah, yeah. If the, exactly. If, if you could come off the bench and give me a good 15, 20-foot shot consistently. They can't, they can't do it. Can we, Nobody. Are we gonna are we gonna get a mail order bride from Lithuania? Somebody but, that can but, but this seven is, footer. But look, this is my point. They wanted Pasquale Siaka. Mm. He got traded to the to the Pacers. Right. Okay. You kept talking about it. You kept talking about it. Why do you put something together to go get him? Yeah. You I, talked I, about him for two years. And why would he want to go there? They have terrible strip clubs. Mm. What? It's a fact. How did he get over there? We're just talking about Indiana, right? Indianapolis. I'm just, 
I'm just I putting mean, it out you there. You see what I be dealing with? I'm just putting <laughs> it out there. Just putting it out there. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'm we we I'm looking for a fastball. He throws me a curve. <laughs> you know, you, I mean, change up. But yeah, a, a serious changeup. I thought we were talking about getting players. That's all I'm saying. But Malcolm, just tell me what what should our strategy be for the Atlanta Hawks? And and I want your honest your honest opinion on on how we should make this team. And I ask you because number one, I respect your daddy so much. I I, I think your daddy could build a team. And number two, I respect you because I love the way that you. Uh, learn from your dad you know so and i like and your intellect I, you know you you got all the intangibles so i want you to tell me you're a gym i'm putting you making you a gym right now what would you do for the atlanta hawks the very first thing is identity we have to stand and mean something mm. whether it's putting the ball in the hoop um whether it's locking down the defensive end what do we do that we can put our hat on night in and night out and nobody questions it from atlanta-based okay. team I haven't seen that right. in years. Right. And you're right. The Hawks have no identity at all. Um, look at our bench, okay? You got Bogey. You got Patty Mills, who never plays. Patty Mills. You got A.J. Griffin. Uh, when Quinn's not to come, he don't play. Uh, you got, uh, what's his name? The big African guy. Uh, Which one? 24. What's oh, his? Yeah. I forget his name. Uh we traded him, well, we let him go, and then he came back. He, he been, And I got to give it to him. Been playing good, actually. His name is uh, – anyway, I forget his name, but he's not <laughs> – He's – what? Anyway, I forget his name, but – Yeah, I'm talking about Well, I'm trying to move on, but I, I do forget his name. Uh, i think about it in a minute, but uh, he was – you know, he's a G-leaguer. Okay, yeah. he plays in the G-league all the time, and they've had to use him because – when Capella was hurt, he had to play. And actually didn't play too bad. But we got G-leaguers on our bench. You talking about Muhammad Gaye? No, not him. He, he We drafted him, but he don't he's ever play. He's out with the back. Yeah, yeah he's out he's with the back, don't ever play. Then you got that, uh, that Lundy guy that we drafted. He, he, Lundy, he yeah. He's been Seth Lundy. Uh -huh. He's been playing in uh, scrap time. Uh I mean, you you think he's no good because they don't get enough court time. Right. So they they trying to scratch and crawl out there. Well, Muck said stopped attempting to fill seats and put together a winning team, which I concur. I what, think, what, but so I think that's what we're in, trying to do. In order to do that, they 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 got to get some players. They got to get their scouting together, bro. I, I mean, something is wrong mm -hmm. because I can't. When, once you get past Bogdan Bogdanovich, we ain't got nothing. Do you really think he's good enough for a conversation? Bogdan? Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Besides him and Trey, he our only other score. You got Sadiq Bay, who is uh who is a role player at best. Bro. Cannot shoot the basketball, Kenny Malcolm. No. I sure. thought should Sadiq could shoot better than that. Cannot shoot the basketball. He missed five, six open threes the other night. Just awful. Chest. But I love his hustle. Well, and the hustle is great, but I haven't seen but anybody step inside the three. You know that shot is not going. That's right. Give me the 17 yeah, and 15. That, that's what I'm saying. Score a lot of twos. Yes. If you score a lot of twos, you're going to win anyway, ain't you? Exactly. Yo, Muck preach. He said uh, I, I, bodies fill seats, players win games. Yo. Well, look, I, I, I get all that, but we, we need players. We, we need 
We need some direction. We need an identity. We don't have it. Smoke said we should have kept Luca. <laughs> well, we should have. I mean, I ain't, I, I'm not arguing that. I mean, you know, he's a Mavericks fan, right? Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but hey, I mean, Luca is is everything that they said he was. Yeah, he's he's a he's a baller. He's but a look, baller. and I know that we've all harped on Trey, mm. but Trey is a is a good basketball player. He's a very good basketball player. He's had to work on growing up too, mm-hmm. and I think uh, you know he needs to stop running mouth mouth so much and getting technicals at the wrong time. But Trey, I think he gives us what we got him for. He's yeah. scoring twenty five plus a night. Yeah, he's, he's scoring double digit uh, assists. Right, but he got to have help. You ain't getting no help from DeAndre Hunter. You ain't get, you getting some help from a Murray. You know he twenty and ten almost every night. Yeah. Okay, but you're not getting nothing from Okongwu much. I mean, he's giving you what he can give you for his role on the team. You need a scoring power forward, okay, and a scoring center, okay. And then at the at the other wing, you got Sadiq Bay, and you're just not getting nothing. But you know what's scary to me, Mike, because I hear your argument and I definitely understand it. It's all offensive. I've yet to hear anybody say anything about stopping someone. So you're right. That's a good rebounds. point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we score points. Right. You're right. And Malcolm. that's the fun part of basketball. Everybody wants to score. Who wants to, to put their feet to the ground and stop somebody late in the game when you need that key stop? Can we he, get it? Well, now we can. That's and, the and, and you're right. That's why I, I love it, Malcolm. You, I get, I do, I get hung up on the offensive end. But you're right because. Uh, we can't stop anybody. Clint, Clint Capella is leading the team with 10.4 boards. I think we need to kind of raise those numbers up a little bit, man. Well, it's like Malcolm said. We can't stop anybody. I mean, we score 135 points, but we give up 138. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you, you're exactly right. Exactly, exactly right. They, If you watch the Atlanta Hawks play, and believe it or not, Malcolm, we have said that they don't play defense, but – those guys get shots in the paint all night long. The other team, right. they get shots in the paint all night long. I've even seen the Hawks players just open up the gate and let them drive to the lane. Well, you know, in fairness, some of those players are really it's 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 great to have seats that close to watch such such amazing athletes. So I, I can't blame the 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 Hawks to watching those those guys play. If I if I got a free ticket, you know, uh, extra. Yeah. Even Rocco says you're killing him. <laughs> he, he 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 looked at me like what? Yeah. This is this is my uh my daughter's dog Rocco. He doing the podcast with us tonight, guys. Shout out to Rocco. Yeah, Rocco. He's he's just doing his thing, sitting in my lap and helping me navigate on the uh, computer here. But we don't play defense, and they playing the Miami Heat tonight. Jimmy Butler's probably not gonna play, and 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 see, Jimmy ain't played against us all year this year. Oh, so what? Well, wait a minute. That, what is that telling you, Malcolm? He wants to eventually come here. No, what is that telling you, Malcolm? <laughs> well, one, the, the Hawks are are saying thank you. Okay. From that. Okay, and what is that? The Heat is saying we don't respect I, you, but we don't respect yeah, you. I'm not gonna to put my star. Player. Yes, I'm not gonna put my star out there against you. They're not supposed to do it, but they're going to say he got some kind of injury. Right. You know, he, but maybe he got fluid on his knee or something. But the last two games we played the Miami Heat, 
GMA did not play. Without our team coming out of the locker room, I would make that a point of interest. Exactly. Exactly. Quinn needs look, they don't even respect us, guys. They don't even respect us. And and I noticed that uh uh Joel Embiid didn't play that or not, although I think he was hurt. But let me ask you this. If they would have been playing the Milwaukee Bucks, you think Embiid would have played? You'd find some kind of way to yeah, you, you find somebody. Yeah. If they would have been playing LeBron and the Lakers, do you think Embiid plays? You get on yeah, the court. he played. So we're we're that team that teams it's can call a get right game. I don't want to be that. That, that that's exactly right. And and I and our fans, we go to the game and we cheer and we holler. I watch the fans; they just be cheering and holler, and we get disappointed night in and night out. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we get out, of, leave that, Malcolm. What are, what are the Hawks franchise stand? Repeat that for me. Where does our franchise stand as far as <clears throat> what we're about? Truthfully, give me a mediocre season, competitive, because um, I don't think we're even close to being a Eastern Conference finalist or even want to be there like year after year. If we make the playoffs, we're happy, but we're not near near that. Brother, we trying to make the play in. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's and we it. might not make that. Correct. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. I know. So they, uh, they're going to they stand right above the Hornets. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, I, I can tell you. Yeah. I can tell you who they are. They are the team that hands over their lunch money because they're afraid of getting punched. Uh, you, you got a good point. I, I do. Well, the way we play defense, uh, uh, that's a good point. Yes. Because I've literally watched uh, take like Zach Levine when they played the Bulls. Uh-huh. Like Zach Levine pulled a rebound, went the length of the court, right down, and made a layup like he was warming up in pregame. Yeah. And everybody just watched him do it. Mm. I'm telling you, man. And then I've watched other players pull the rebound, drive all the way down to the basket, and slam the ball just like they am. That's crazy. Calcium deficient, the entire team. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough of our, enough of our Hawks. Let's uh, talk about a uh, little college basketball. Georgia Tech and Georgia. <sighs> Malcolm, uh, they actually having some decent, uh, you know, a decent season, both of them. I yeah. haven't had a chance to check out any college basketball just of yet, especially uh, local. Dame Stoudemire. Damon Stoudemire has <laughs> led that team. Nathan George, the uh, freshman out of uh, Toronto. <laughs> right. Okay. He's, Brown's got some life in him. He can play. He can play real well. He can shoot that ball real good, like. Well, because in the ACC, I, you only get to see still your Dukes. Your right, Carolina's, right, right. Wake Forest. So I haven't heard anything of Georgia Tech. He got that game-winning shot against Clemson. And, bro, yeah, he just got that fire in him, man. Well, yeah. I one the, the thing I want to mention about Georgia Tech is they went out and actually got him a good coach, name and style. Awesome. They, went and got, they finally went and got them a coach that's going to bring some credibility, and he's going to be able to recruit. Well, what I like about him, he can teach the point guard position. He sure can. So talk, talk, boy. That, that word in itself should be different watching them play. Talk. In a you better talk. And he's more than just a facilitator. Put it in the hoop. Right. So Put it in the hoop. If I see that uh, for nothing else out of the Georgia Tech team, that'll be something inviting to want me to get a season ticket. Yeah, it put me down for one, too. My birthday's in November. Um, I, I, I really like what they're doing out there. I think, uh, if they stick with him, let him build up. 
I'd like to see what he does with his own recruiting classes and all that. I think I think he'll be all right, man. Um, I think he'll be all right. Well, yeah. I mean, I I mean, just um, when they had Josh Pashner, I don't even think they were this far. Right. And so those were what three, four, five wasted years. So I think that now, uh, I think that they're on the right track with, with Stoudemire. I think that was a good hire. Yeah, definitely good hire. Uh, Georgia yeah. basketball, though. Right. Georgia just came off of a 10-11 game win streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah. ain't had that since Dominique, it seems. Mm. Yeah, they got Kentucky tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah. they, they got Kentucky tomorrow night. And <clears throat> so and uh, who's the Georgia coach that? Uh, I don't know who the Georgia coach is, but I did see they lost that last team ranked team that they played was Tennessee, and they Tennessee beat them. So yeah, I watched some of that game. It was a good game. Uh, I think most of the game, mm-hmm. and I really thought Georgia was going to pull it out, but uh, you know they're playing well. I mean, they, they really are. It's you know when the last time you talked about Georgia basketball? It's been a while. Yeah, Mike White is the coach. Okay, Mike Emerson White. Okay, so when the last time you talked about, you know, Georgia basketball? So, and, you know, it's good. These teams need to be competitive. They need to win. And I always say it about Georgia Tech team because you downtown Atlanta, baby. Yes, sir. And and, and if you winning, everything is vibrant yes. in Atlanta, ain't it, yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, the, when you go out on the weekend and uh, Tech winning or the Falcons winning somebody, the food is better. Yeah, everything. You know, the, the, the air is better. The traffic is better. Yeah. You don't mind sitting in traffic because you won. Yeah. So, so all of that, all of that is, is good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so, just wanted to give a shout out to to the those two programs and hadn't talked about them in a while. And Deck, I know you want to talk a little bit about some college basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, you know, we're coming up. We're uh, what a month out from tournament play and everything. I um I really hope these guys make good runs. Um, I hope they stay consistent. I feel like the ACC is again. I think that's that league to beat. You know, you can be like Gonzaga and beat up on all these little small right. no name teams nobody's ever heard of, and then happen to show up to the tournament. Right, you're thirty one and O, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, they're the Cinderella team, and then they get smoked. You know, because yeah. they got nothing but accountants on their team. Uh, yeah, I said it. I don't care about no Gonzaga, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I really feel like they kind of really need to do that, redo that as far as those rankings and stuff go. Because let's be honest, dude. You know, I mean, how often have we seen Gonzaga go out in like the first, second round? Like, right. Come on, man. Well, you know, but one thing about Gonzaga, they compete every year. I mean, they the only reason they compete is because they beat up DeVry University, dude. <laughs> like Liberty University. Man. Okay, well, who are they playing up against? Cass High School. But they're yeah, there. They're there. That. I mean, you know, they they're there. But hey, it's okay. It's. I feel like I feel like that's the equivalent of um like affirmative action. Yeah, and like it's it's uh it's gamed so they can they can get in right, but it's just. When they get there, they don't show up. They don't do anything. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It's not a on, surprise. Dude. Yeah, it's never a surprise. Okay. Like, okay, y'all showed up. Great. Bye. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right, next, uh, Dick. What's the next one we got? I, I don't screwed up my uh, the lineup. List here. We yeah. were talking about um, Cartersville beats Cat. Oh yes, I knew. Uh, you know Malcolm. And see, this the reason why I got that because Malcolm was at the game and he was texting me. Almost uh, frame by frame, 
So, Malcolm, tell us about that game and tell us how our Canes did. True to form, the history of Cass versus Cartersville basketball, they both have good talent, but it didn't take much for Cartersville to impose their will and just play solid basketball. And unfortunately, Cass didn't have a, a retort for it. Right, right. Uh, who some of the Cass players? You, you recognize any? Uh, the point guard is um, – Parnell Gamble. Yes, and I, I I know of him, and yes, he has a he's a very good kid and has very nice <laughs> athletic ability. Right. Um, it's apparent that he's almost by himself when he's on the court too, as far as right. getting up and down. There's no reason for him to beat the rest of the team down the court, so it's one on four. That's coming from an expert, guys. Uh, you know, Parnell uh was at Cartersville last year. I did not know that. Yes, <laughs> and he transferred to Cavs. Mm. Wow. Do you think he's having second thoughts about that? Well, now it makes me understand the pregame warm-up. He was kind of jawing yeah. toward the Cartersville fans. Right. I, I see the why now. Okay. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, again, that Cass-Cartersville rivalry means a lot uh, to the kids. Yeah. And that's why – that was happening. So, and, 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 you know, the reason why, and just by you texting me, you know, I was at the cigar bar and you was texting me and I was letting everybody know what was going on. Uh -huh. And we had some cast people and we had some Carsville people there and the cast people were like, they, you know, th their faces dropped when I told them Cartersville wins it by one. And they did, <laughs> Dick, did you hear me boy? Cartersville wins it by one. And people that's been out of school for 30 years, it still affects them. Actually, one of my 12 and under ball players made the game winning shot. Get out. Cedric. Yep. Cedric, oh. Cedric McClinic. Okay. Made the game winning shot. Uh -huh. Yeah. Shout that's out that, to that's him, that, man. That's that influence right there. Yeah. That's I was going to say something smart, but yeah, that's dope, dude. I appreciate that. That's what it's all about, man. And uh, like I say, Dick, I don't know if in Denver, if y'all's high school have rivalries like that, but we do. Uh, no, nah, we had cable. <laughs> it ain't that many great players come out of Denver, is it? Now? It's Chauncey Billups. Uh, that's about all I got. Alex but yeah. English. Uh, oh, yeah. Alex yeah, English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's about it, though. Uh, well, that's all you need. You know, we don't want to show was off. Their first round draft pick. Was yeah, first yeah he did play for yeah. Denver first. Yeah. Oh, you talking about played for Denver or are you talking about <laughs> came from Denver High School? Well, both. Both. Uh, I can only think of Alex English and yeah. Chauncey Phillips. Yeah. Okay. okay. I actually went to high school with Chauncey. So okay. shout out. All right. All right, Dave, read off our next one. Uh, that was it. Was that our last? That's one? it, brother. Oh, man. We got through that pretty good. That's all I'm giving you. Well, look. <laughs> Uh, again, just want to uh, tell everybody to, and we want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, I Doc, um, Muck, shout. Oh, oh, the Canes girls. That's right. We, I knew. I'm Malcolm. I meant to ask you that. The girls win. The girls win thirty nine to twelve. Oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, uh, yeah, we didn't forget about that, April. It's <laughs> like a baseball score, like. <laughs> Hey, uh, again, the robbery goes to the girls too. Yeah, well, I, I mean, it, it's it's both ways, and it's and, across. and that look, that is my fault because I meant to mention the girls, and I just simply forgot. You know, I'm I'm working with Dick every week, and I, I you know, he messes my mind up. I wow. I just can't remember anything. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I want to give a shout out to the girls. Yes, uh, was that game played behind the school at three o'clock? 
because with a score like that, it just <laughs> it just sounds like somebody got yes. Hey, they man, both suspended. That, hey, that's that's cash and Carsville, baby boy, and, and and it goes both ways. And you know, back in the day, we used to, you know, you had to get to the game. Early, early, very for early. those games, man, because you didn't get no seat after standing that. Did you, Yeah, standing room only. Yeah, you didn't get a seat, bro. You hear me, that And I, I and, believe you. And and I'm just <laughs> look. I want to make sure you hear me because this is real, bro. Mm-hmm. We bleed. Me and Malcolm breed. We bleed purple. Period. Yeah, I think you should see a doctor about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that rivalry renews next weekend. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, we they play. play we play Bullen tonight. We, okay, we play. And then Cartersville and Cass at Cartersville at next week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, that, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, I didn't peak in high school. So, you know, <laughs> I get to hold on to my college years where I peaked nice and proper. And then it's just been downhill since then. So, and you know what? I might talk, talk to Coach D and see if we can come over there and do the pregame. Well, you know, we can do that. You know, I, I might I might try to see if he'll let us do it. Are you sure but, there isn't a noisier place we can set up other microphones? But, that, no, I mean, that's the gonna, noisiest you can get, you know, we'll we, do that. We're so. going to do pregame before, okay. the, before the girls game. So we'd have, what time girls game start, Michael? Six o'clock. Mm-hmm. So we'd have to be there at like five. Okay. Okay. So you want me to, sh- are you going to, you going to buy me coffee? Yeah, I buy some coffee. You no, know, I don't wake up until like four o'clock. So. I put I buy some coffee and put a little turpentine. A little turpentine. Okay, probably, probably. So I, I'm gonna try to get it. Uh, y'all hear me, guys? I'm gonna try to get in a message to Coach D. See if we can do the show from there next week and uh, uh, check out the Cash Cartersville game. You know, throw some nachos with that deal. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? I could go with some nachos. Well, we'll be, uh, and I'm sure where we be is probably up front by the well, door. Because before you, we start making those promises. Let's let's. I'm not let's making a promise. Okay, but because how many times have we put it out there, and then for like two, three months, it didn't happen. Let's. The, if we want to do more remotes. If you guys know different places around the Cartersville area, with the exception of Cass High School, uh, if y'all know some places we could do remotes, by all means, let them know. Come down and see us. <laughs> no, we'll do Cass too. We'll do Cass at home. We'll even do Woodland if we can get in there. Brother, do you know how much when shit? Cartersville's out of town? Do you know how much shit I'm talking about, Cass? I don't want that coming back. <laughs> I don't want that smoke. I don't want to. I don't want to deal with yeah, that. Yeah, they gonna come over to the table. Who is that? I'll be like, that's him what? right there. That's, <laughs> that's him with that purple hurricane shirt on. Talk to him. Uh, but anyway, Dad, give me a pardon shot for the night, bro. Uh, pardon shot. Uh, rumor has it that Hara had a second interview. So, with who? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, brother. <laughs> like, I didn't oh, want to. Oh, that's a rumor, bro. I, if it's on Twitter, it's got to be true. It, so. it's, <laughs> if it's on Twitter, it's got to be true, man. It, it's, and it's a rumor that he had a second interview. Um, yeah, the rumor is coming from more than one place, so. Okay, I ain't seen that come across my phone yet, but I hope he did. All right. All right. Uh, Malcolm, your pardon shot? We're just going to go straight to the top. Okay. Malcolm going straight to the top. And uh, my pardon shot is I want to give a shout out to all the people that joined us tonight. Man, when when I tell you how much that means to this show, y'all just don't know. Why is your shout out better than mine? Because I'm him. <laughs> I'm him. But I want to give a shout out to everybody that joined us tonight. I doc. Roll them off, Dick. I doc. Uh, we had IDOC, Smoke, Mike Purcell, Muck, Melissa Taylor, Zoom. Uh yeah. I forgot who else is 
else we had, but yeah, yeah we had a couple other people. There. And 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 again, uh, Malcolm coming in and giving us that expert, uh, at, you know, his intellect on sports. I love, I love talking to this kid because, and and again, we could go back to talking about what we talk about all the time, about when I coached against his dad and he played and he beat me and all that stuff. But then I finally beat him one time and then I thought we won the NBA. <laughs> then I, I thought we won the NBA title, but. I was bringing up old shit. Oh, man. <laughs> but again, and, and uh, I want to tell everybody to go out and get Zoo Mafanikio's book, uh, Rethink. Uh, go online and buy the products. Uh, yeah. Go to the uh, thinkbrand.com. Uh, Official bank thinkbrand.com. Get those wonderful, uh, uh, the wonderful gear, the tops, the hats. I got my hat on tonight. Yes. Uh, You know, we we got so much going, guys. And stay with us and bring more people with you because that, 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 we, we love bringing this to you every week, don't we, Dick? Oh, yeah. Zero question about it. You know, I, I, I just hope the, um, you know, the audience is out there like a, uh, a two dollar hooker just clapping it up. So you know, <laughs> I said it. I said it. Oh my God, he said it. I said it. I said it. He said it, Malcolm. We didn't do it. Okay. Okay. But anyway, guys, uh, uh, thank you everybody for joining us again. And Malcolm, thank you, man. You are my dude. I appreciate that. And we, I hope we get you some more too. Yes, sir. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Good night. <laughs>